Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. And I mean, you can always swipe right on us, is what I'll say. Have no, oh my God. Have no fear in that. That's what I just, that's what I put that out there. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we had to do this episode. Oh. It, it was just inevitable. It took off everywhere. And also, the name alone, Tinder Swindler, I mean, so, that is a top. When I, I was like, that is a wordplay I was so into, and I was very into the documentary, and now I hate this man a lot. I know. We love a we love a slant rhyme, so I'm very into it. I'm very into it. And um, I just, like, I, it was one of the ones, well, first I love, because we watch a lot of docs on various streaming platforms, and sometimes I'm like, Sarah, I don't, eight hours? I know. This it, one was, like, quick and dirty. I, I still, like, I thought it was honestly kind of bored like the first half was just very boring well i thought there was like the the first girl um uh, cecile cecile yeah. yeah i felt so i was like why are you making her just talk about like her like wants and dreams in a man i'm like, like let this girl I let, let this girl like fade out netflix and right after that i watched the puppet master so like i just feel like there are two types of netflix documentaries which is like one you spend 20 minutes an intro on like what is love and how does Tinder work and Disney montages? Or then you have the puppet master where it's like five minutes in and this guy is already claiming he's in the IRA and like needs to flee. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like there's no, like they have not found a, a happy medium of like how to softly introduce something without dragging it out for like an hour and a half. That's true. They are, they didn't have it in themselves to go with grace. They really just lay everything out, clunk-a-dunk down and then you just kind of roll with it. <laughs> Seriously. So, yeah, the Tinder. I mean, this intro was just like it was too much. I was like, I don't need to like I don't need to have her recount to me what love is. Like, I think we all have an idea. I want to know what love is. I just was waiting for her to say that. But I'm also I was wondering, too, and I feel like this kind of like tails into the end of the doc. And we're going to talk about the case for anybody who does not have Netflix or does not know this. We're going to tell you who the Tinder swindler is all about and we'll like recap some stuff. But I was wondering, too, if they padded a lot of that. Like, so Tinder didn't get mad at them. You know what I mean? Interesting. Because, like, they were talking about, like, everybody uses it. It's a dating app. And then at the end, when she was like, I still use Tinder. I love Tinder. Blink, blink. Like, reading, you can use Tinder, too, with code <laughs> Cecile 20. And like, Don't I didn't know. Don't use Tinder. Blink, yeah, blink. so I didn't know if it was kind of something in, along those lines at all or just not to, like, fuck up a business-to-business relationship. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. See, it's interesting because, like, I remember when I was in Portugal, I went on Tinder because I was there by myself and literally nobody was on it. Like zero people. It was like I set my radius and they were like, oh, there's there's no mat. There's no like people in your area. Everybody was on Bumble. But I was so I think say. it varies from country to country. But I kind of feel like here in the year of 2022, I don't really know who's <clears throat> truly looking for love on Tinder. No, who's looking, who's who's even finding Tinder like the wood to to make fires? No one's doing any of that. I know. Well, that's what I was laughing. It kind of I feel like everyone I talk to is a hinge, a bumble, 
a Craigslist if you ask. No, I'm joking, a but um, but kind of. But yeah, I feel I know yeah. I feel like Tinder. It's because but back then because then when like in the frame of mind of like the like early aughts, if you will, I think that's what this last decade was called. I don't even know. That was two decades ago. The early tens, if we'll say. Yeah, I think the, it the was, schemes happened in like. At, like post 2017 which is like kind of borderline kind of borderline yes madonna borderline i feel it was still tinder was still like regularly in the arsenal i guess then but not so much at all but i think a lot of um i don't know because whenever i listen to literally just is just anecdotal whenever i listen to podcasts and the hosts are uh not in america <laughs> like in europe they talk about tinder a lot so i don't know if it's more popular in europe still Who i could definitely see that i could see that but here i'm like if you're going on Tinder post 2019, like, yeah, you're gonna get scammed. Like, in 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 America, I feel like, but or you're just gonna match with yourself. <laughs> I right, think that's yeah. the main thing. Right, right. I know. <laughs> we get sued by Tinder, like right now. Oh God! I mean, guys, if we start doing ads for Tinder next week, I mean, a, amen. But B, we would be getting no money for it. We'd be doing damage control. So that is that okay. would be <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh my God. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Let's talk about the Tinder swindler. <laughs> We love a we love a good slant rhyme. Um, AKA Simon Levive, aka Shimon Hayut, as he was born. I love how you're a- doing him like a DJ. AKA Simon Levive. Yeah. AKA yeah. <laughs> right, hottest beats. <laughs> <laughs> He's yelling timber on his Tinder. Yeah. Oh my God! Right. <laughs> Um, so he was born in B'nai Barak, Israel. He's like about 29 years old. He's like pretty much our age, which is like sketch i don't know why but that fact anytime i find out like a criminal or somebody is my age or like a famous person i'm like this is fucking weird um yeah if you can't be lord and you can't be simon around me okay because both make me confused and here's a weird fact and we'll get into this a bit later but his dad is apparently the chief rabbi for el al airlines or at least he was around 2019 Okay. I just thought that was an interesting fact. Very interesting. Um, not the so, uh, a rabbi, not 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 a diamond dealer, as we'll get into. Yeah, facts. So he, this guy, I mean, he's a Tinder swindler. So as the name kind of implies, he's been uh, like we don't know much about his early life. Um, he's been conning for a minute, as as most of these artists tend yeah, to do. It's been his full on hustle since he was a teenager. Yeah. So in 2011, he was arrested for cashing stolen checks and he was charged with theft, forgery and fraud. This is while he was living in Israel. He apparently stole a checkbook belonging to a family he was babysitting for and this other family where he was working as their handyman. So before his sentencing, he fled Israel and ended up in Finland. And this is kind of where he began the old swindling on Tinder. Yield. Yield, yeah. <laughs> he was basically running this Ponzi scheme where he would match with women on Tinder, convince them to loan him money, and we'll get into like how he did all that. And I mean, I got also like big Anna Delvey vibes. Like he would initially take these people out to fancy dinners and like take them on private jets. So they thought he had money. Yes. And because uh, that's what is so interesting about these swindlers where it's like, and Anna Delvey, him, even that guy who pretended to be the prince in Florida, where it's like they know, like keeping up the appearances and the charade of it is an expensive, impressive, like feat. Because how do you? I don't think I could cosplay rich ever in my life. I also don't. Yeah, 
Right. Yeah. I mean, what's also interesting to me is like, and I know this isn't his point, but I feel like he's getting so much money. Like he he gets like tens of thousands of dollars and blows in immediately. And I'm like, with some budgeting, you could keep up like a mild version of this grift for much longer. But no, you got to like ball out from the get go. And also because, yeah, he balls out and he never splits the tab because people are like, oh, I'll pay for some champagne. He's already swiped the card and it's gone. And it's like, I guess if it's not your money, you don't give a shit. But dude, where he was never thinking of the end game. I will. I I feel I will say that about him because he was always in the immediate. Oh, I'm always having these streams of scams coming in, (laughs) which ended up biting him in the ass. Right, right. So he he claimed that he was Simon, uh, Simon Levi, the son of this Israeli diamond billionaire. And um, spoiler alert, he wasn't. Um, LLD Diamonds, which is the diamond company owned by um, Lev Levive, said in a statement to Newsweek, our company has no connection whatsoever with Shimon Hayut. He is a fraud who has tried to exploit our good name to con victims out of millions of dollars. Um he even went so far at one point as to change his name to Simon Levive so that like all of his documents would match up on the passports. I, I mean, like, you know, to the name that he claimed. So he was dedicated to the grift. His new identity was his identity. Yeah. And basically what he would do, and I feel like we're seeing this on Twitter constantly now of like, oh, I need 100000 Like Cardi B literally tweeted, I need $100,000. My enemies are after me, sad face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he would like match with these women, love bomb them, and then claim that his enemies were after him. And, you know, he couldn't use any of his assets because they were watching him. They, and so, oh, I just need you to send me like $10,000 or however much it was. Him. I know. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because at first, because like everyone, of course... I, I feel it's probably a very mixed bag of these women getting to see justice, but then also seeing the people doing the memes about him. But I do, I was, because at first, I don't know if other people watching it were like me being like, uh, catch me at a bank trying to get a loan for 20K and they would just laugh at my face. But then I forgot that like you go to like the Quicken loans where this is sort of what their hope is that people who can't take, can't, can't get this money back get a loan then with the interest rate and screws them up. So I don't oh, know if yeah. I'm the only idiot who was confused about that, but I had to look that up and then that gave me some clarity. Yeah, it's crazy. So in 2015, Finnish authorities charged him with defrauding three women in Finland and they sentenced him to two years in prison. In 2017, he got out, he returned to Israel. He was supposed to be recharged and sentenced there, but then he fled the country, I think to Norway, and restarted the scam with some new women, right? I think Cecile's in in Norway. Yeah, she was in Norway because I know they... Her family was from Oslo, I want to say. Yeah. Because I remember I was, because I went to Oslo. I actually saw John Legend in Oslo. <laughs> but not the Tinder swindler? Not, I mean, <laughs> I was staying at a hostel. I don't know if he was staying at a hostel then, but probably not. That's so funny. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. So let's unpack these new women that he... uh, Wound up scamming. Yeah, I don't. We don't know much about the women he scammed in 2015. So I'm sensing 
prequel. But Ooh, before that, I, I mean, that. could have. I mean, they should strike with it. They probably, I'm sure, places have done that. They should have those pre-banked. Because then when everyone's so obsessed with the Tinder Swindler, strike while the iron's hot, be like, oh, we actually have the pre-one. And like, I mean, I'm just sorry. Netflix, like, take my advice. Um, so the one of the main girls, the first one we met, I'm not going to pronounce her last name, uh, but Cecile. Yeah. No, and first names only. Yeah, first first names I'm sorry, only. we got an O with the slash through it, and I don't know what that does. And I mean, I love Nordic TV on Netflix. <laughs> Catch me watching Ragnarok or the Thor thing, but I can't. What's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually. I was like, what is that? It's really good. And also all my Nordic crime shows. I love them all. I watch them with subtitles, but I can't pronounce. Right? Yeah. You're like, uh, I don't know how to read this. Yeah. So she met the Tinder Swindler on Tinder, not shockingly, in 2018. And she said uh, that he told her that he worked for his father in the diamond business. So this is also, this is when the, when in the moment in the doc, when met him at like this swanky hotel in the lobby, was wine and dine, and then took her on a private... uh, you know what my thing? I was not blaming this girl for taking out the loans and everything like that. But I was with all of her friends in the group chat. It's like, don't get on the private chat with this man you just met. Yeah. It's spooky. It's spooky. It's spooky. Not a ju- just like I would be. Well, a I'm terrified of private jets, uh, which correlates really great with my credit limit because I. Can't oh yeah, do that. Uh, same. <laughs> I like that's like me saying I'm terrified of caviar. Okay, bitch. I don't know who you are. Right. It's like when conservatives were boycotting Hamilton when you when nobody could get a ticket for like five years. <laughs> It's like, cool, good luck. I have to start boycotting things I can't have, and people would be like, oh, that's the only reason why. Yeah, Yeah, legit. (laughs) But, I mean, this kind of what Sarah was saying, he was uh, love bombing her and also showing her just, like, kind of like the dream. It it felt like a fairy tale. Oh, for sure. You're on private jets at five-star restaurants, and, like, when you're dating as more of an adult, you're like, oh, my God, and he has a good relationship with the mother of his kid that they're not friendly with. I'm like, oh, this is heaven. And then. Oh, yeah, she met her on a date. That's oh. another weird thing. I don't know. I just, I wouldn't be down to meet someone's ex at a, on a date. Like, no. call me crazy. No, I, call me crazy, call me jealous, call me not into, yeah. D- d- don't call, call me maybe, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me with your baby also on the jet because the baby was there too. Facts. And then also I'm like, was that even his kid? Um, so. I know, I had a lot of questions about I, that too. I Right, I was confused about any of that because she, oh, well, we'll get into it because she was the, she was the, oh wait, she was the original scammer. Sarah. She was? Remember that in the doc, I think they said that she was once. Scammed by him. Scammed by him. Oh, sorry, scammed by him. Yes, not scammed. So. When uh, she first met him, he had a bodyguard, a business partner, a secretary, all those people, all those people, all those people. And then kind of like living lavish and then kind of just, you know, having time of his life. And he really did establish the appearance. Like this man is like a multimillionaire billionaire. Like money is no problem for him. Mm-hmm. But then when they met in Oslo, he asked her for a simple favor. And that was to link her Amex account to his name. Nope. <laughs> Also, I can barely call my bank for myself to like have to like change and order a new card or something like that. Someone that, seriously, that, I just give her credit for being able to handle those phone calls that adults should handle that I just cannot handle. Oh my god! Right. So then um, they meet twice in Amsterdam after their like first meeting. So like he just said that he traveled a lot for work, but when they could meet up, they could meet up and would like fly all around and everything like that. And she would get messages from him, like, about his enemies. Like, that was the main thing. He had these enemies. enemies. I just, like, okay. 
the thing about this documentary is like i i don't want anybody to victim blame but i just like i just have questions i, I really just have questions mostly about how none of them ask questions like I feel like that's the that's the confusing. I'd be like, so what are these enemies? But then I also get to if you're yeah, so like over- who are the enemies? Number one, and also I just feel like like I don't Google everyday people that I am going on dates with. Like I'm not going to Google you if you're just like random ass Kyle or whatever. But if I'm going on someone who claims that they are a kind of public figure. Why won't you Google them to see if they exist? That is true. And also just like see, you know, get just get a little curiosity. Yeah, like does he does does Lev Levi even have a son named Simon? Yeah, right. I don't think so. He does have nine kids. I looked that up. Uh, Lev, I was like Lev, your odds were good, but he was none of those nine. Lev might need a doc down the line. Oh my god. It's like, like documentary in, and a doctor to nip right? and snip. Yeah. It's like the episode of New Girl when when Schmidt pretends to be like tag Romney. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god! Never did I think I'd be getting new girl reference to me in 2022, but I'm glad it happened. Thank you. <laughs> hey kids. Uh, so, but the, the thing is that I'm sure, like all these things in president would cause question, but then he would hit her with like video of his bodyguard in an ambulance, oh my god, yeah. and you're kind of like, oh fuck, like I don't. I, I. And then it's that hard thing too, where I feel you're like. Well, I don't want to question him while he's en route to the hospital, I guess. Yes, like, and master know. manipulators know, like, exactly this. I mean, they <clears throat> they they know when to kind of make up a tragedy just as you start to question things yeah. so that you feel bad asking, and they really know how to, like, flip it around. And, like, because also all the texts he would send is, like, you're in my world, I want to... And then yeah, you're, like, you're going to reply to that and, with, like, yeah. And they were looking at... Like apartments in in London, I think. Like you know, she uh, thought she finally, you know, met the got one. Her, got her person. Oh my god! I hope she finds love now too. Even though the documentary she was still looking, but someone's out there for you, girl. Uh, the picture, this picture, yeah. The, so that'd be a routine thing of the bodyguard being uh, hurt uh, as a photo asset he would send. So our girl ended up taking uh, out a loan. Well, first it was the credit card. So many loans. Yeah. So first it was the credit card, and he would be like. Um, you need to, you need to raise the limit because he would fucking max out in a night because a credit card limit would be like for twenty five hundred, and then like that's a bottle of the fucking champagne he drinks, right? And then keep on going more, and then the weirdest thing that he made her like an employee for his company, yeah. So he and like so, and and they were able to just like fake her pay stubs basically so that she could get these huge loans. Yeah, so then she would be able to take out all these loans from like. And I feel like it's literally like the loan companies of like, do we screw them and how? You know what I mean? Where it's like, <laughs> like, because it's the thing. It's like if you go to like Truly. Bank of America and you're like, can I have a thirty grand loan? They'd be like, you spend all your money on seamless. That is a stupid idea. We are rejecting you. You think? I don't know. She said that the. I think maybe some of them were banks. Some were banks, but then some were just like these. Like the I think a lot private loans. places yeah. and like <laughs> also they're not gonna turn down. Someone that they'll force to oh, an interest rate oh, money absolutely. to. Oh, yeah, because also that's the thing for a quick loan, the interest rate is insane on those, and it's just like, yeah, God, 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 and she keeps on doing them. So she gave him all this money, racked up so, 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 so much debt and loans, and then he sends her. Then <sighs> she's starting to get worried, rightfully so, because she's like, I'm late on all these payments. Like I, I all like I'm getting hounded because this is what happened. Getting hounded by the financial institutions. Mm-hmm. And so he sends her a document that shows he's paid the money back. 
the document was kind of like Anna Delvey and her fake wires. That's you know, like very much fake a fake accountants wire. with the thing of like, oh, here's a document. It shows I wired you the money. You just have to wait. And that was pretty much what he did. And then when and like the document was fake, and she'd be like, uh, it's not showing up. And then he'd get mad at her, being like, well, I did what? I did my part. I did my part. And you're like, oh, uh, okay. yeah. It was insane how I guess WhatsApp saves all those conversations, which I'm like, oh my god, they had everything, like so many like messages and stuff like that. And the voice memos. Uh, So many voice memos. He probably always talked in voice memos to avoid being typed out, but sir, I guess they were saved. Hmm. So at this point, she's also starting to kind of catch on to the fact that Simon really was only using her for uh, not even her money at this point, just uh, being the scapegoat for to receive a lot of money. So she invited him on one last trip to Oslo he bails, and this is when she blocks him on everything and reports him in Norway and England and contacts the press. But also, I know before this, too, it was when she called her bank, like, freaking out, crying, and they were like, is this the man? Or, like, she showed him a photo, and they were like, this man looks familiar. And it's when she realized that, like, hmm. this has all been, as You've Taylor Swift would say, I think I've seen this film before, and <laughs> I didn't like the ending. Wait, that's a good TikTok. I, I don't know if that, yeah, I wonder if that's been TikTok, because it was folklore era. I wonder if that has made the TikTok rounds. It's a TikTok sound, and I feel like that would be a good thing to make the, to the TikTok sound. Anyway. Oh, that's true. Okay. You we're, know? We're always, we're always creating here, people. Yeah. Exactly. It never stops. <laughs> ABC, always be creating. <laughs> um, all in all, oh my God, Sarah, 250,000. I, it breaks my heart. Uh, 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 like, uh, as uh, my monthly student loan payments make me crumble. I cannot imagine. I know. I cannot imagine 250K of this guy, for a I guy. Know. And like, you didn't it, even it get it. It really breaks my heart because you're like, you're never getting that money back, even if you successfully sue him. No. I mean, which probably you will, but he doesn't have the money to give back to you. So, like. Right. And also, now I'm wondering what was the biggest scam? Like, uh, dating Simon for a few months or my communications are great. Now I'm looking backwards. I'm like, wait, who got, <laughs> you got a better more? ROI? Oh, you've, you for sure got a That's better true. ROI than this, but I'll I feel like that. we need to start a support group for like Cecile, Rachel Williams, and like just oh. all these scammer victims. For Because Rachel Williams, for anybody who forgot our best friend, she was the Anna Delvey victim. At, I, oh my God, I'm really curious to see what she, she's probably not going to watch The Inventing Anna. Uh, oh, no, she's not going to watch it. I've also heard early uh, reviews. It is not that good. But um, we will. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want really. we could do a whole. We should have done a whole bonus episode on her Business Insider article. But... Oh, my God. Maybe, we, maybe we'll maybe we do like a little like news catch up next week. Because like her, that new uh, New York Mag article and everything like that. Because there's some, there's, some, there's some craziness going on. She was that. literally like, I don't understand why they think I'm going to scam people again. It's like, well, you told the New York Times that you have no regrets. So. Right. Also, that's like. Maybe when, that. <laughs> when I don't let people pet my chihuahua and my dog's like, I don't get why you think I'm going to like yap at people again. I'm like, because I know you. Babe, <laughs> babe, I've seen you. <laughs> Don't even try. Oh, uh, right, right. Uh, so yeah, she, she took out loans from ten different banks. So that's uh, ten different interest rates. I uh, hope she, I hope she sofied them and rounded them all up into one payment a month. But who knows? And that's uh, also such a high payment. And um, the other victim, and this is what was interesting to me as well, that it was he was a Tinder swindler, but he didn't just go. He went for anybody in his life. Oh, for sure. Because uh, Pernilla was, I believe that's her name, was the other victim. So she met Simon in March 2018, and they were just friends. 
allegedly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm just like, damn, that's so much. Uh, I don't even lend my friends money. Now I sound like a bitch, but like, <laughs> I don't even think I would loan my friend, like my actual friends who I've known for years, like I wouldn't loan them, you know, more than like a rent for like a month or that's something. Right. That's great. That's like kind of I would not, I would not go into <clears throat> debt. I'll just say that for my like real friends who I've known for a long time. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, Again, yeah, so- not victim blaming. I'm just like, this is so hard for me to wrap my head around. Uh, we're also just stating that our finances are probably not as well Facts. off as Pernilla. <laughs> and I feel like it just speaks to like how much of a master manipulator this yeah. guy is. I'm like, you're convincing people who like don't really know you to put their like whole like futures on the line. It's kind of nuts. And I think it's also one of those things so much. Oh, cause that's actually why she had, cause she had that all the money saved up to put a down payment on. I know, so she had the I'm money, so which, sad. I hope she has a nice place now. It made me, and I also realize, I also wonder too, if it's one of those things that you realize because he let them into his world of like, now pseudo luxury and everything yeah. where you're like, oh fuck, like when you roll with him, you can just lend people, maybe you just lend people 20 grand here and there and it's supposed to be no big deal. <laughs> Must be nice. Let me try to keep up that appearance. Literally. So she so she met Simon in 2018 and also, which really just twists the knife, I, why would I expect him to be have been faithful to her girl Cecile? She met him when he was dating this model too and like everything. So like they were like, all would go out together. She says that her and Simon, yeah, so she loaned him a ton of money around uh, 400,000 a uh, kroner is that the Swedish money? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm, yeah, because I'm never because I've, I've taken a kroner to see John Legend before, uh, and tickets <laughs> to Bangkok. You did? Oh yeah, right. Uh, yes, yeah, so all that. Um, yeah, honestly, it was very good. But all the seats were like fold-out chairs, and I was like, this would not fly at Madison Ooh, Square Garden. <laughs> that sucks. And I remember I kept on being like, I wonder if Chrissy Teigen's here. I was like, she's not one going to see him in Oslo, <laughs> right? And if you live in Oslo, though, I had the best time of my life. I really was. I want to go back there. It was very magical. Uh, so he also then was like giving her a watch that was supposed to repay all this debt because she was like, this was her down payment for her apartment house. So she's going to do that. Spoiler, yep. the the watch was not shockingly fake. Oof. Just like those documents. Mm, just like those documents and every effing thing else. Um, all in all, he swindled his victims out of $10 million dollars both the women he was dating and the families he was working for. We also didn't even talk about Aileen, who was like the ultimate boss, who the, pretty much the like- The scam who scammed back. Yeah, I love it. Which I love, because she all, when, because after these two girls, or these two women went to the press, and I started going out, imagine she was sitting at the airport, <clears throat> refreshing Twitter, and then was like, why is my, why is my boyfriend on Twitter? Oh, was it a diamond article? Oh, it's an article about being scammed. So, and, yep. what, and she played him well. She did a great job. Because then kind of just being like, uh, like strung him along and then got him to the point of weakness because he real, she realized that he couldn't get, because his name was everywhere, uh, banned from t- Tinder, like he couldn't get funds from anything. So he was running out. And then she was just like, oh, well, you have all those nice clothes and everything. I work in fashion. I can, I can, I can. I, can, I, I fucking can, loved that. I can. Yeah. Sell how them did for she you? convince him to part with the clothes? She was like, I could. Well, because she said, "I'll sell all this. You'll double your money." Like, because she scammed him. I love like, it. You'll get all your money back, and then was just has been still selling them on eBay, and keeping the money for it. Which, like, obviously, which I'm like, that is the satisfaction of every eBay transaction. So, if you do want Versace 
loafers. I don't even know. Go on eBay to find hers out. Like at least pay them. To oh my cost. god, I want to find her Poshmark. <laughs> like, <laughs> can I afford it? No, but no. I love that she was like, I'm not going to even come close to replacing like the money that I sunk into this guy, but I'll recoup something. Yeah, ex- exactly. Love it. Yeah, we didn't even talk about her. I mean, she wasn't really mentioned in a lot of the articles that I read. But, I mean, go watch the documentary. I feel like she killed it. She was sort of like the Netflix mic drop. Oh, yeah, for sure. After all this, after the news breaks, like, all these various, like, authorities in different countries start getting involved. So Israel declared him a fugitive, and then Interpol got involved. And um, this was, like, what Aileen did, because she basically, like truly pro FBI like stalking level because she basically tried to text him on WhatsApp and noticed that it didn't get through. Oh my God. And is like, oh, yes. the only time a text wouldn't go through to him is if he's on a flight. And then she remembered that he mentioned like wanting to go to Greece. And then she was like looking up that flights that were going to Greece and called up Interpol and was like, this guy's on this flight. And so in 2019, he was arrested in Greece after trying to use a fake passport. And I love that he was like, he texted her, oh, my God, I got arrested. And, and she, was, she like, was like, oh, my God, that sucks. <laughs> they, were like, they were like, did you think he ever found out that you like, uh, like uh, pointed them to him? She was like, well, he does now. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, like that was honestly boss level. And like, where is, where was the version of her for our girls earlier in the doc, because you need that friend who's like, send me his information. I'm going to stalk his heart out. Here's where his Seriously. mom is from. All that, 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 that. It's, but that's why I'm glad the true, uh, true crime fans, we know how to stalk people with a distance and just precautionarily. But yes. My God, seriously. So he, after getting arrested in Greece, he was extradited to Israel. He was sentenced to 15 months in prison <clears> in Israel. <throat> and this actually blows my mind too. He was only ordered to pay a little over $43,000. I'm like, huh? Yeah, I didn't I did not get that. I'm like, what does that even cover? Exactly. I'm like, you Who's that for? Right. I'm like, um, you scam people out of like millions of dollars. Like $43,000 is really a drop in the bucket. And the craziest thing too is he was sentenced to 15 month, months in prison. He only served 5 months and then was released in May 2020 on good behavior. Um, the Times of Israel said this was kind of part of a program to reduce inmate numbers and pandemic infections. That's what I was wondering when they said he got out then, because I was like, because I know a lot of people did get released just because it was over uh, taking there. But I'm like, yeah, he's a dick. Right. I'm like, boo. But <laughs> it sucks. Um, and I mean, basically, he's just out here scheming scheming his heart out and do you want to talk about a little bit how yeah, it might be so, the apple in the tree yeah well this was something that i really wasn't sure about but there's so back in 2019 shimon's dad was questioned by police over suspicion that he'd also defrauded like business people out of hundreds of millions of shekels and his dad was accused of basically being in on simon's con and introducing him to his contacts as Simon Levive, the son of Lev, and like the LOD diamonds and all that stuff. He was questioned about a text that seemed to imply he may have helped Simon get out of the country in 2017. Hmm. And a man by the name of Rabbi Pinchas Badush, who leads a cha- who's like the head of some charity, told news outlets 
um, that Yohanan and Simon tried to get him to give them 400000 And apparently Simon arrived in a Ferrari and his dad introduced him as Simon Levive. However, um, this rabbi saw the writing on the wall, didn't end up working with them. An attorney for Simon's dad denied the allegations, said he'd cooperate with police. I really don't know what came of this. I tried to follow up. It, I, it, I don't know. But there's this that possibility. But I mean, we all saw in the doc. Simon's mom was like, "I don't know him. Like, I haven't oh. spoken to him in years." She went full on J Lo on his ass, or no, Mariah <laughs> to J Lo. Yeah, I do not know her. I do not know him. And I know, and that like this, like the the Redbucks, just they were like really gonna, they really thought they were gonna do a sting operation with that camcorder there, but uh, it was just the mom. And just, yeah. I mean, like some overarching updates uh, with this. I mean, of course, the documentary came out on Netflix, so it has a, a, an international new reach of notoriety and just people knowing more about the case and him. Uh, Simon obviously called the claims made up and that the lies, and he told the filmmakers that he would sue them for defamation because obviously they asked him for comment because you have to, and they uh, he that was his response. He was basically like, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to send my enemies after you. Like, yeah. like who are okay. He's sure. truly... Um, now uh, his enemies are like all the women of the world, so... True, truly. Uh, what's Good that? Uh, oh, that, song, that lit song. He is my own worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> right? He just needs to go a little grunge. Um, a Tinder spokesperson did confirm that he was banned from the app. And I think he's getting banned from other... Uh, platforms are going to be looking out for him like uh, dating platforms but also then I feel like he would just start catfishing but who knows Um, also the women that he defrauded did set up a GoFundMe page to recuperate their losses they set a 600k goal and so far uh, as of this recording they got about 70,000 yeah and of course Simon is fucking pissed about that Of course, oh (laughs) oh, he is pissed yeah so so far 3,400 people have donated to them I mean Good for D- them. Good for them. Yeah, if you if you got some extra change, throw it their way. I would say maybe you could. I would I would first say you know donate it to maybe an organization, but then you could donate to them if you right. have the extra money. But I do hope they get their cost back. I mean, because that fucking the debt of that and the interest on it. I just it hope will the just banks be, will wipe it. That's what I was waiting for. I'm like I, I, I'm like. Well, I feel like if you're going from like a bank, maybe they will. But if it's like a shady private lender. They're going to be like, I don't fucking care. Like, better for me, you know? Exactly. I know. I was really hoping it would end with that, but yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, like Sarah said, uh, he was not happy about this. And he said, quote, unquote, go ahead and help real associations, not these manipulators. This is what is called marketing. No, it's not. What do you mean? That's (laughs) That's not marketing. I was so confused. I was like, marketing is calling it the Tinder swindler. And like, yeah, facts. (laughs) That's marketing. Them having to go fund me to recuperate the cost that you made them lose in other case. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just so tired also of like I, know. I mean his his attempt at gaslighting now is giving me like Ramona Singer energy because it's just yes. bad and unconvincing like that, uh, you're going to uh, accuse the women who you defrauded of being the manipulators like how they so they put themselves in debt to like 5 years later get a, a Netflix documentary made about you like Shut the fuck up. What right. are you even talking about? Also, like, if they That's were... That's not what happened. If they were trying to do this for themselves, they wouldn't... Yeah, we're just trying to make back the money we owe. Yeah, they wouldn't have put themselves in, like, life-ruining debt all in the hopes of that, what, a few years later, like, some they would get... There would be some media attention. Like, 
No. And also, I don't think any of them want the media attention because people, it's like, yeah, they're getting, they're, I mean, they're getting some mixed, mixed, rea- uh, no, like no one, uh, mixed reactions and harness. And I'm sure they do not enjoy reliving it. I just hope that Cecile found love, Priscilla found an apartment, and our girl, uh, Aline's uh, Etsy or eBay is thriving. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hope so. But I hope now she markets it as like, this is the Tinder Swindler shirt because people would right. bid more. Yeah, but he's also um, banned from Tinder. He was actually banned in 2019, and he tried to set up another profile in 2021 and got rejected. And I think he's banned by all the apps that Match Group owns, which is like a ton of them. Yeah, I know, which also is kind of like kooky that you're like, oh my God, all these dating apps, it's a uh, conglomeration. (laughs) Yeah, right? I guess he's just going to have to scam people the old-fashioned way by meeting them at a bar. (laughs) By meeting them at a bar, finding love, and then having a joint checking account, and then scamming them once you're married for a few years. There we go. Sir, have you watched an oxygen oxygen documentary? (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Wait, wait, wait. I know, but I love, I hope Netflix does some more Hour 40 docs scamming recapping, because I feel they've been, I feel they haven't been scamming that that much. They haven't. I will say I did really enjoy the Puppet Master. I haven't it finished got it. Mixed comments so, uh, on oh, did it? our Instagram. I don't know why. Like I thought it was very like they jump right into the action. It was it was compelling. It was very strange. I still don't really understand like hmm. how this man convinced people to go on the run for ten years. That's what yeah, because I've only watched but, the two episodes. Yeah, it seems very confused. Yeah. It's also like, only oh. three parts, so it's really like really easy to watch. Once, twice, three times a lady. Yeah. But you know what never gets mixed reactions? Yeah. Jorge. Positive reactions only. Positive reactions only. Positive vibes, positive reactions. Also, for all the lovers of Betches, we have a new podcast out. Just wanted to throw that out there. Speaking of positive vibes, this one is called Bad Vibes. So it just came out last (laughs) week. and It's a great podcast. Great, great show. Check it out. Check it out. There's one episode out. But, Wait, what's it about? So it's about just bad vibes, just hating on things. No one on oh. the internet is safe. They don't care about your feelings. Oh my God, these How come I'm not on this podcast? podcast? <laughs> I love this. These what are all the like, things what I like. like. No, the first episode is shit talking you two. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, it's cool. Check it out. Check it out. But for today's game, I was inspired by the GoFundMe campaign that these Ooh. women have started. Because, you know, I applaud them for doing it, but also sometimes GoFundMe is used in some questionable ways. And there's some campaigns that are like, really? Are, are you really putting this campaign oh, yeah. up? And at the end of the there day... There was that Hulu documentary about those people who like faked this whole thing with this homeless guy. Right. Do you remember? Oh God, yes. Right, right. So this game is called Go Fund Yourself. So... <laughs> <laughs> Top... Top five Jorge game. Yes. Thank you, thank you. I was oh very pleased with that title myself. That is fire. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. So this is how it's going to work. I'm going to read you some of the most ridiculous campaigns that have ever graced the internet pages of GoFundMe, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, crowdfunding in general. I'm going to give you a brief overview of this campaign and the original goal of the campaign. And then you will get the chance to ask a few follow-up questions. After that, you will each guess what the campaign actually brought in. And whoever okay. is closest will get the point. All right. All right. So okay. first up, we have the infamous GoFundMe campaign 
called Show B.O.B. The Curve. I don't know if you guys remember this. So Notorious Flat Earther B.O.B. started a GoFundMe campaign back in 2017 that was looking to raise $200,000. And I'm just going to let him speak for himself. I'd like to thank everybody who donated to the cause. Your contributions are greatly appreciated. However, I made a few alterations to the campaign by raising the original amount from 200000 to a million because I feel like a lot of people have made a lot of valid um, suggestions. So I have come to the conclusion that instead of just sending one satellite or several satellites into space, I will be raising funds to try every available experiment and test, including but not limited to uh, weather balloons, drones, uh, blimps even, um, high altitude uh, balloons and whatever else um, or any type of suggestion um, that anybody has. There you go. Ooh, my God. I guess the money from airplanes ran out, huh? I guess so. <laughs> I guess gotta start so. streaming some more B.O.B. Like, <laughs> but also, I'm like, Google is free, dude. Google is free. Google there are so many free. satellite images of the Earth. There's yeah. also so many experiments you can make for zero dollars to prove the curvature of the Earth. Yeah. And also, honestly, anybody who... To a scientist. Or are we just like, what? <laughs> I feel like the only person who donated to this campaign was Kyrie Irving. Ah, ah, ah. Well, I know because that was the thing when first he was like, oh, he's raising the price. I was like, that cannot mean 200,000 people gave a dollar at minimum. Nah. So time for guesses. <laughs> what do you guys think? So original goal was $200,000. How much money did he actually raise? I'm going to go with $13,000. I really was going to say fifteen. I, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll do fifteen still. The correct answer was $500. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Yes, okay. So, to be fair, <laughs> the campaign was only up for a few days before GoFundMe shut it down. Good. So there's no real answer in terms of what it could have gotten if it had been if it just remained open for a few months. But yeah, GoFundMe did the correct decision here and stepped in and said, no, you don't. No. This is ridiculous. And did they shut it down just because it's like, this is not what our platform is for? Well, I think the main reason or the their official reason for canceling it was that there was no real accountability in terms of how the money would be spent. The if you want to give B.O.B. your money, just stream his music. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, Sarah, you are first on the board. You were closest. Wait, why? Did, what didn't you say? Five thousand dollars, Danny? Oh, I said fifteen. No, five. 15. Oh, never mind. Yep. So All right, uh, cool. you were closer to the five hundred dollars at least. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'll take it. All right. Next up, we have a campaign from Kickstarter. It is called the Minerki. What? So, <laughs> for the uninitiated, this is a menorah and turkey combination. This is anti-Semitic. No. Well, this was used to celebrate the Once in an Eternity event, which was uh, November 28th, 2013, when Hanukkah and Thanksgiving overlapped. So they were on the same day. So this nine-year-old like kid came up with a menorki, which is a no. menorah in the shape of a turkey. The original campaign goal huh? was $25,000. Dude. No. <laughs> did uh, um, did they ever create this? They did create it, and 
Just so you know, the material of the monarchy was plaster. And what? Yeah. It so was you need like five dollars to make that. I don't understand. If you donated more than thirty six dollars, you would receive your very own plaster monarchy. And if you donate fifty, you would get candles to go with it. Okay. Now that's a so good. wait. It's literally just a menor. Like it's a shape of a menor. Like why does this? This doesn't need a Kickstarter. This just needs somebody with like an arts and crafts studio. I, know. I don't. Oh, the second after we finish, I'm Googling what this looks like. Well, I, if any listeners. I have a lot of wacky shaped menorahs. Like this really doesn't need a Kickstarter. <laughs> well, if any of our really listeners confused. live in New York and they want to see it, they can also go to the New York Jewish Museum because it's there. There's a there's oh, an anarchy so, in there. Okay. Yeah. It is ingrained in the history. It is part of the Jewish history now, Sarah, whether I you like it or not. Speechless. <laughs> I will say this, I because I, I feel people would like have wanted it and also just as like a collectible thing. I'm going to say $2,000. Okay. This feels so ridiculous, but now that I know it's in the Jewish Museum, I'm like, well, maybe it did pretty well. But the original goal was $25,000. I'm going to go with $1,800. It raised $48,345. Dollars. People went bananas for the monarchy. I just okay. Wait, I just googled it. I was picturing it wrong. It's cute. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Google it now too because I've hated hated on it so much. <laughs> monarchy. Yeah, it was a Great. huge success story. Everyone wanted monarchy. People went bananas for it. They now have their own site in which they just sell monarchies. Monarchy.com/slash/gallery. Uh, yeah. That's the monarchy. There it is, yeah. Sarah. Oh my god, I'm so angry right now. I don't know for anybody. This is the project. I cannot fucking believe it. Because if you're not googling it, the the the, the candles are in the tail part. I thought right. it was just going to be like a Thanksgiving cooked turkey with eight. Oh, interesting. No, no, no. It's that's it's what I thought cute. too. Yeah. It was like this is gross and yeah. terrible. I mean, I <laughs> I feel kind of bad hating on a ten year old, but I'm literally like, <laughs> I can't. This is nothing. Okay. Yeah, well, it's a ridiculous Kickstarter, but like this you know. is an Etsy shop. Like this is not a Kickstarter. I just don't. Okay. Well, Danny, you are on the board. We have a tie uh -huh. game one to one. Damn. Next up, we have a product called the Bug Assault. What? Oh, I've seen those. The I didn't know that Assault. was a Kickstarter. It yeah, it would started as a Kickstarter. What is it? it is a miniaturized shotgun that uses table salt as a lethal projectile to kill bugs. And oh, here yeah. are the steps. First up, you lift the loader cap and pour in granulated table salt. So this holds cool. about 50 shots worth of salt. Then you slide <laughs> the cocking handle towards you and a pop-up sight will pop up and you'll have a little crosshair. Then you release the safety because, you know, you got to be safe. You aim at the target and you fire. Wait, but then you have to clean up salt <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> like, Wait, what? Also, does salt kill the bug or just does the impact of a bunch of pellets do it? Well, no, I think I think you're right. It is sort of the the salt granules become projectiles and that at impact okay. kills the bug. But I know what salt they kills say. Bugs. Yeah, no, I, I don't think salt actually kills flies. I think it's just the fact that it's very fast. Uh, they do say that this works up to three feet away. So, I mean, pretty far away. Uh -huh. um, Pretty legit. The original goal of this campaign was fifteen thousand dollars. You would need to donate thirty dollars to get your very own bug assaults. Um, what do we got? What do you think? What do we? What do you guys think? 
I think they surpassed it. Yeah, I was going to say, are you al- are you allowed to do that on Kickstarter, right? Yes, yeah. yes. You can do stretch goals and you can basically go as high as you can. As high, yeah, as, that, high as your dreams can You've fly. seen this? If I'm picturing the right thing, like I feel like it's on Amazon. I can see it. It, it kind of looks like a Nerf this. gun. Um, it's like so yellow? It's yellow. That's correct, Annie. Uh, Gina from OC uses one. <laughs> Oh, wow. This is crucial info. I'm going to up my number. Well, right? That's why I'm like, shit. I think I'm going to go with, I think like maybe $125,000 shooting for the moon. If it's on Amazon, but then when it's on Amazon, that means it no longer needs its Kickstarter money, right? That's true. That's also true. Fuck. I'm going to do, and its goal was 50. I'm going to say they got to like, 70,000 and then they just had enough money to produce it and get mm. like a shark tank situation going. The correct amount was 577,636 hey, US dollars. They went oh over God. half a million dollars with the bug assaults. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? And yes, Danny, you are correct. Now it's sold on Amazon, Walmart. You can you can buy this retail because it was just so successful. Which I cannot imagine how this really is solving a problem. Because as you said, Sarah, yeah, you killed the bug. Now you have salt all over your couch. This is really yeah. what I am wondering. It's so I'm bizarre. Like, yeah, you have to clean it up. <laughs> you also have to find the bug you killed. And also... That's, that too. Yeah, right? And also, now that I'm doing some research, a biologist says that the salt stuns them. So then you have to like throw out like a live... Bug? Oh, so it doesn't actually mm. kill them. Interesting. Oh, so it's more humane, I guess. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're alive. A fly wakes up, it's wrapped in a paper your towel window. in your, <laughs> right, That's in your my trash can. Go campaign. Open your fucking window. I'll donate. <laughs> That's well, too funny. Sarah, you have taken the lead. It is yeah. two to one with the bug assault. Bug All right. Next up, we have the vape case. This is the world's first cell phone case vaporizer. Shut the fuck up. Wait, what? It's a cell phone case and a vape. So now instead of smoking a USB, you're smoking your phone. Exactly. So it's a case for your phone that comes, you know, you just put it on your phone. It has like a little pouch in the back in which you put in the whatever oils. And then it has an attachment on the top left part, which you put in the mouthpiece and you just vape your phone. That is made to explode. Seems I'm sorry. Idiotic. I know. So vapes scare me so much. Uh, for the Kickstarter campaign, it, or for the Indiegogo campaign, fifty dollars would get you the vape case. The original goal was fifty thousand dollars. What do we think? I feel like this is something like teenagers and people would like put money into, but it's like I can imagine a lot of them doing that. But a low quantity of money. I'm gonna say seventeen thousand. Seventeen thousand. All right. All right. I'm gonna go with thirty-six thousand, even though this seems unsafe. Whatever. Let's do it. Oh, it's mm. definitely unsafe. <laughs> it's not safe. The correct answer was nine hundred and eleven dollars. Damn. Oh. No damn. one bought this. Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" I'm kind of surprised. I am kind of surprised too. I think part of it is vapors. I'm not a vapor, so don't come at me. But I think vapors are very particular about aesthetics and about 
what they're uh, smoking and, and like the way that they're smoking or I guess it's not even smoking, vaping. And I think this was just too lame <laughs> to, to put a vape case on your phone. <laughs> it just wasn't Fair cool enough. enough. Mm. So no one, no one bit. Okay, yeah. I will say it does because now I'm Googling it. It looks like, I, I, I like the way they planned it, but I get what you mean. It looks very not like you're vaping and I feel that would detach from it. It looks like it's like an old school with like the antenna. <laughs> right, right. It looks like an old school cell phone. You're right with the antenna. All right, Danny, you have tied the game again. Ooh, this is neck fuck. and neck. Okay. What a game. All right, next up, we have everyone's favorite infrastructure campaign. We built the wall. Oh, oh no. God. So oh, no. this was a campaign to build private sections of the wall along the Mexico-U.S. border. It was run by Steve Bannon, everyone's favorite Living idiot. corpse. Living I corpse. Can't wait to see Thank him you. On, um, the Mass Singer. <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't that Giuliani? Yeah, Giuliani. But I mean, they're Still, just, they're in the same role next. Yeah, truly. <laughs> so the original goal was one billion with a B. Oh dollars. Do you get anything? Like, do they send you? A <laughs> you get a MAGA hat amount. Yeah. <laughs> you get, do you get horse tranquilizers? First? Oh, there we go. So I a little bit of a spoiler, but this campaign is no longer on Indiegogo, so I can't access it. So I, oh, I'm not okay. sure. Yeah, whether I'm or not, not surprised. I feel like it would get kicked off pretty quick. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure whether you got perks, but I'm, maybe you got a hat or something, you know, stuff like that. But as you guys said, this was talked about for a while and it was up for a considerable amount of time. And the only reason it was taken out was taken down was because they started a 501c4 non for profit company for this. And eventually Idiots. they just weren't paying taxes because they claimed this was a non for profit <laughs> endeavor. And the acting U.S. attorney um, just took it down. They, you know, he was sued for this. Build the wall and bill your accountant, motherfuckers. <laughs> Get fucked up. Yeah. I'm thinking like maybe two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I was gonna. Oh God. I can't. I can't decide if it's like two hundred thousand dollars or if it's like thirteen hundred dollars. Oh, I. I'm gonna go a million. I, I feel oh, like. Oh wow. I'm gonna stick with my two hundred k. Because if they had to file tax or like tax, I don't know. That's true. All right. Well, the correct answer was twenty five million dollars. What? Shut. Yep. The. They got Bullshit. their <laughs> supporters all over the country to donate $25 million to build oh, the wall. Oh, my God. Cool, 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 cool. What's cool, that cool. TikTok sound? Are you not embarrassed? What? <laughs> <laughs> so God, I hate more, it here. About, more about the crackdown from the acting U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. What a hero. They indicted Colfage and Bannon. Colfage was another one of these goons that was running this campaign. <laughs> uh, Colfage allegedly took more than $350,000 for his personal use, and Bannon yeah, no oh, of course. took oh, over a million dollars to cover personal expenses. And they concealed their use of donor funds by creating sham invoices and accounts to launder donations and cover sham up the crimes. Okay, fruitcake. <laughs> fruitcake crime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, right. 
Uh, but also, are anyone surprised who donated? I yeah, know. no shit. I mean, do you think yeah. they're gonna be Bob the Builder building a what? You know, seriously, I feel like you're just giving your money for like the pleasure of being scammed by the GOP. Like, what do you? <laughs> it's almost a rite of passage. You know, I got That's scammed the, by, yeah. by the political leaders I follow. Like facts. So oh, yeah, they did sure not make the one billion dollars. The failed campaign. Failed campaign. Hmm. Well. Fake news. Well, Danny, you have uh, tied the game again, right? No. No, Danny, you have taken the lead here. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. You are one point uh, above Sarah, and our wow. next one is our final campaign. So I like that we always do like an even number of questions. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it spicy. Yeah. Yeah, because if you tie, then I have to come up with a tiebreaker on the fly, which is so fun. I, I love doing it. So our final campaign for the day is called the Powerball Reimbursement Fund. <laughs> this was a GoFundMe account set up by a woman who claimed to have blown her entire life savings on Powerball tickets. Oh, Good just one girl Lord. individually? Baby, baby. Yep. I get she it. I like... won $5 in a scratch off recently. Oh. And I was like, wow. Wow, the rush. high roller. The wow. rush. Exactly. You better set up a savings account, Sarah. I, I shouldn't have anybody on the podcast. I'm going to get murdered now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah, can you loan me some money? So, this Are your is... enemies after you? <laughs> right. So this is the story of Cinnamon Nicole, who set up this campaign S saying Excellent name. that she expected to win the $1.5 billion prize when she and her family oh, spent gosh. their entire life savings on lottery tickets. Despite there being oh, no. about one in a 229.2 million chance of actually winning this jackpot, they didn't say exactly how much money they spent on this, but the GoFundMe campaign's goal was $100,000. Oh my God. And a Facebook post from her said that they only got back $4. From their tickets of Sarah, oh, you got rough. more oh, than them. And you did, I, I'm uh, assuming you didn't spend $100,000 worth on Powerball tickets. It was a birthday <laughs> gift, so I spent $0. Wow, look at you. Look at you. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, there we go. So what do we think? Oh, God. I mean, baby girl. Uh... Facts. Like, same <laughs> reaction. I I, I also can't I I because I, I I feel for you but I don't, I don't know if I I would I would not feel enough to donate so I don't know if a lot of people would donate I, I would you. say seven hundred dollars <laughs> yeah I would say maybe like I don't know now I'm like do I go even lower maybe thirty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> The correct yeah. answer was $810. Danny, you have won. Oh. Go fund yourself. Well done. <laughs> wow, I'm shocked because I thought 700 after I said I was like, that's too high. But wow, okay, good for her. Yeah, I guess some people did take some pity on her because yeah, it is yeah. an unfortunate situation. You know, it's one of those things in which I bet she was like, we'll game the system. You know, we'll just buy $100,000 and then we'll make a billion dollars. But there's a reason why people don't do this. Is because even when you buy that amount of Powerball tickets, your chances are so astronomically low. So, do you get the money though if you don't hit your goal? On GoFundMe, you do. Yeah, GoFundMe, okay. you get whatever people donate. It's more like I think Kickstarter that you need to make your goal in order to get the amount. And Indiegogo has a flexible sort of like you can either do it, but they charge you more if you don't make the goal type of thing. 
She should watch that movie, The Island, because that has made me never want to do the lottery. Because now I don't trust it. Oh my God, The Island, Ewan McGregor. That movie? Yeah, right. They they were yeah. all. It's kind of like a post-apocalyptic and. And it's like your number gets called and you get to go to the island and then like I think they kill like. Yes, yeah, spoiler oh, alert: is, the island right. is they kill you. Spoiler alert from the early two thousands. Spoiler alert: Obama won. Spoiler alert: Trump won. Okay. <laughs> Well, Danny, you have made quite the run. You are back on the board in our NHCP 2022 championship. You have shortened Sarah's lead to only one point. Oh, all right. So it's starting to become quite, quite the competition. What? I'm ready. Getting interesting. We love it. It's getting hot in here. We have the Nelly (laughs) sex tape. We don't have to talk about it. Oh no, not that. Oh man! Well, thank you, Jorge. This Absolutely. is a top five game for sure. <laughs> Great one. Uh, I mean, I think that's it. Yeah, so if you want to, I mean, this yeah. well, this one everyone was talking about it. Thankfully, on the Facebook group, so keep on shouting at us and not another true crime group for cases we're covering. I think maybe one next week we're going to do is from a DM, which will be exciting. Uh, not another true crime. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with K on Instagram. Follow me at Sarah Lameem. And as always, thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.